It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Astrocast is poured for you by Carbach Brewing. Get highlights, interviews, the latest news surrounding MLB, and your Astros. Brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Looking up. See you later. Into the Landry's Crawford boxes. Subscribe to Astrocast. Expecting a great season with this Astros team. The official podcast of the Houston Astros. It's going to be a lot of fun the whole way. Greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros wrap up their three-game series with the Toronto Blue Jays. Rubber game of this three-game set after the Blue Jays even this series at a game apiece with an 8-4 win over the Astros yesterday. Jordan Alvarez a home run and three RBIs as part of a 2-4 game. Alex Bregman three hits, two of them doubles. He also scored twice, but the Astros saw their win streak into two games. Blue Jays have won three of their last four. Astros come in at 17-16, third place in the AL West, three games behind Oakland, while the Blue Jays are 17-15. and 15. That's good for second in the American League East, three games behind Boston. Let's take a look at the pitching matchup brought to you by the official health care provider for the Houston Astros, Houston Methodist leading medicine. Well, certainly going to be a contrast in styles today with Zach Greinke getting the ball for the Astros. A couple of clunkers his last two times out and, and looking to right the ship today. Yeah, walked too many guys, fell behind the count too many times, and that's just not things that you typically say about uh, Zach Greinke, who usually throws a ton of strikes and gets ahead and is very efficient. So, uh, he's looking to get ahead and, and maybe expand the strike zone with some of these young hitters with the Blue Jays and expect a lot better from Zach Greinke from that last game against the Yankees. Nate Pearson, right-hander, making his first start of the year for the Toronto Blue Jays. Five appearances, four starts in 2020 for Toronto and also pitched in the postseason. And uh, A guy who can hit 101 with the fastball. Yeah, a very hard thrower. Maybe the hardest thrower that the Astros see this entire season. He's big, six foot six, 250 pounds. Uh, throws it a ton. Uh, he walks at quite a few batters. We saw that uh, last year when he, he got into six baseball games in the major league level. But what the Astros do, what they've been doing is they've been controlling the strike zone very well. So uh, velocity doesn't seem to, to hurt a lot of these players on the Astros. Uh, so maybe just wait Pearson out and, and get him out of there early. He's only made one AAA start this year, and that was 78 pitches. It's time for our keys to the game, and they're brought to you by Honda. Racing today for a great deal on a Honda at your Greater Houston Honda dealer. Well, Carlos Correa has been in a, a bit of a funk for the Astros. Homered on Friday, but that's his only hit uh, in his last 27 at-bats. So not in the lineup today. Dusty Baker saying a day off. And Robel Garcia getting his first big league start at shortstop today. Yeah, and we saw some good things from Robel Garcia, especially the first three weeks of spring training when he was able to uh, hit from both sides, show power, and really got on the radar for the coaching staff with the Astros just saying, man, who is this guy? We didn't know a whole lot about him, but he kept – uh, being very impressive when you moved him all around the infield. His hands were soft. He had good range. He had a great throwing arm. Kind of reminds you of a Marwin Gonzalez, perhaps, in, in uh, being able to do it from both sides of the plate like Marwin did. Uh, that's just a bonus. So uh, I think it's a good time to get Correa out of the lineup, uh, of course, uh, when you're struggling only one hit in the month of May. Uh, a day game after a night game is always a nice rest. 
Coming up next, we'll hear from Astros General Manager James Click as we do every Sunday, but now this from your local station. Subscribe to AstroCast. Joined by Justin Verlander. Lance McCullough. Michael Brantley. Tons of interviews. Alex Bregman. Carlos Correa. Follow your favorite team. We definitely love playing in front of our fans in Minute For the H. <laughs> AstroCast is poured for you by Carmock Brewing. Welcome back. Astros getting set to take on the Toronto Blue Jays. Robert Ford pleased to be joined by Astros General Manager James Click as we are every Sunday. And of course, this is Mother's Day, James. And want to take a minute before we talk some Astros business to, to ask you about your mom, Doris. You're yep. telling me earlier she, she you know, lives down in North Carolina where, where you grew up. Uh, what, are, what are some of your fondest memories of your mom? Uh, we don't have time uh, for, <laughs> for all of those. Um, no, I mean, uh, my mom was a, a high school Spanish teacher uh, for, uh, I mean, her entire career. Um, so naturally, I took French because <laughs> I didn't, uh, I didn't want to have my mom uh, first period senior year. So uh, it's a decision I look back on uh, with regret. It would be very, very handy to have the foundation. But um, no, like my my dad was a salesman. My mom was a, a high school teacher, and um, you know they bent over backwards for me and my brother, and they gave us you know more than we ever could have could have asked for so um you know happy mother's day to my mom uh we'll be zooming with her and and the the grandkids later awesome and uh is your mom does your mom know a whole lot about baseball or does she still not quite understand what it is all that you do she she knows enough you know um and uh you know we used to go to durham bulls games when i was growing up Mm -hmm. uh my my parents took me there a lot um that's that's why i watched the game and, and we would always go there uh, she would, uh, w- when we were watching Duke basketball uh, when I was growing up, she would never watch the games because she was convinced she was bad luck. <laughs> and every time she would come into the room, uh, the other team would go on like an 8-0 run, and then she would leave, and then they would figure it out. So, uh, you know, she, she pays attention. She watches. Uh, I've got her a few Astros gears. She's probably wearing some Astros gear right now for this game. So, so she's into it. Fantastic. Well, you know, the Astros, like uh, most teams in baseball, trying to get to that 85% threshold uh, that leads to a relaxation of, of some of the protocols. Uh, where are the Astros at in that process? Obviously, some teams have already reached it. Yeah, uh, exciting news. We will be there officially tomorrow. So today, today is our last day under 85%. We just had to wait for the two weeks after the second shot. Uh, so as of tomorrow, we'll have the, uh, the relaxed restrictions. Uh, the trick is going to be to remind the guys that that doesn't mean that there are no restrictions. There, mm-hmm. there are still some restrictions, uh, you know, still wearing masks in the clubhouse indoors, uh, you know, still have to be careful, uh, like all of us in society, where, you know, even, even after you get the vaccine, there are still some things that, that we're kind of, you know, just dipping our toes back in the water in. But um, obviously really excited that uh that we got here i know the guys are are thrilled to get there uh but can't say enough about our our doctors uh houston methodist everybody that helped us out with it uh and the players themselves for for stepping up and and uh and getting the shots what do you think has been the key to to get you guys to this 85 percent threshold i know it hasn't been particularly easy for a lot of teams what do you think helped help you guys get there education yeah there's no question um you know our our dr shaw our infectious disease specialist uh did an hour-long q a uh, in Spanish and English uh, with a, a huge chunk of, of our players and staff just to educate them on, on the pros uh, of the vaccine and, and to dispel some of, of the, the misinformation that, that might be out there. Um, but, um, you know, the players did it themselves also. They, they, some of the guys educated themselves and then talked to the, to the rest of the guys uh, in the clubhouse, and there's really no substitute for something like that coming from a friend of yours, somebody that you trust, a teammate. Uh, obviously, we, we provide the guys with as much en- uh, information as we possibly can, but uh, the, the more that they hear it and the more they hear it from their friends and their teammates, I think that can't uh, can't hurt, certainly. 
Well, fantastic news there. Uh, Jake Odorizzi, we know he's been working his way back. I know he's, he's, he's uh, thrown in the bullpen. Uh, what's his status at this point, and, and how is he? How much closer is he to returning? Yeah, he threw 37 pitches yesterday uh, and and felt great. Uh, and uh, and that was a bullpen. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a that was a full bullpen. Uh, felt great yesterday. Um, so I know that we had talked last week about maybe not needing a rehab start. Mm-hmm. Um, the more that we've talked to Jake, the more that he feels like in order to get himself right, uh, we're we're going to look at a couple of those. So uh, he will he'll be joining Sugarland uh, here at some point soon. Uh, we just need to to make sure he comes in today okay uh but hopefully uh, we're not more than a, a week or two out but certainly in, in the meantime you know guys like luis garcia uh stepping up uh and, and really pitching well and, and showing what they can do uh allows us to take our time uh and, and make sure that oda rizzi is is where he needs to be and is fully healthy and you mentioned garcia i mean his first uh two or three starts he was in the rotation out of the rotation pitching out of the bullpen back in the rotation uh but now to actually get him you know, a few turns in a row, I mean, that's going to be beneficial, obviously, to his development, but you get a better idea to see what, what he's capable of. Yeah, no question. Uh, and we don't like to have guys move back and forth from one role to the other. If if we're being really honest, I think we want to say, hey, you're, you know, you're in the bullpen, get used to that, or you're in the rotation, get used to that. Now, the way that the pitching has, has gone over the past five, ten years in baseball, that's becoming more and more difficult. Uh, and, and certainly it's valuable to have a guy like Garcia who, who is able and willing to go back and forth. But uh, if we had our druthers, we certainly are, are preferring to have him in one role or the other. Another starter sounds like he's getting closer, Framber Valdez. Uh, no, he threw, uh, what was it, a, a live BP and threw all of his pitches, which is obviously a big key considering, you know, the fractured finger. That was a big concern, whether he'd be able to throw all of his pitches. Where is he at right now and what's next for him? Yeah, uh, th- that's accurate. He threw a live BP. It was awesome. Uh, you know, every, everything looked good. We saw the, the velo and the spin and the, and the movement on the pitches that we're looking for there. Um, and so the the next move is to uh, probably get him here and, and uh, get a look at him, have him maybe do a bullpen or side session here before he heads out on a rehab assignment. But we are we are very close to having him going out there and, and doing some rehab starts. And, um, you know, as soon as you get to that point, it's just a question of build up. So uh, it can't can't say enough about how how well he's done and how how aggressively he's gotten after his rehab and kept himself in shape uh i spoke to him for about a half an hour uh last week just about kind of where he was at uh and he's he's ready to go he's he's pushing 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 and and honestly and i told him this this is one of the fastest calendars i've ever seen uh and it's just a credit to him and how hard he works and how quickly he recovers robert ford joined once again by astros general manager james click before the astros play the rubber game of their series with toronto here at minute maid park and uh you know we were talking about uh rehab assignments and it's a little trickier this year obviously with, with some of the protocols and uh, I know you've had, you, you know, you have Anoli Paredes pitching at, at Corpus Christi, and we'll get into that here in a second. But uh, it, it becomes tricky right now to have guys rehab any place other than AAA, right? Yeah, and, but that also depends on vaccinations. Guys who okay. are fully vaccinated, actually, they have fewer restrictions in terms of rehabbing at, at AA or, or a different level. Uh, but if, a, if you have an unvaccinated player or staff member, well, I guess not staff member for rehab, but if you mm-hmm. have an unvaccinated player, uh, they have to go through intake if they go to a rehab assignment outside of AAA gotcha. or the majors. And so that's just another benefit for these guys of, of going out and getting the shots. All right. So 
Anoli Paredes pitched two innings yesterday for Corpus, Corpus Christi, didn't allow a run, struck out five. What are the reports you, you got on him and, and, and how much closer is he to coming back? Uh, he's right on the edge. You know, we just we got to get um, probably uh, uh, the back-to-backs is usually the last gate that these guys have to clear. Uh, so we're hoping that he'll be, he'll be out there doing that this week, and then hopefully he can rejoin us this weekend. Uh, Blake Taylor is someone we haven't talked about in a little while. He, he suffered that, that right ankle sprain uh, in Seattle back in mid-April. He's been on the injured list since then. Uh, you know, I know obviously it, it wasn't an arm injury, but has to get that stability back. What's the latest on Blake Taylor? Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's not an arm injury. And so it's just a question of being able to put weight on that front foot and being able to, to have the torque uh, uh, that, that accompanies that. And so we're just making sure that that is 100% because you don't want to have a cascade situation where he's not putting the weight on the foot the right way and that leads to maybe knee or hip issues and that leads to arm issues. So uh, we probably have to be a little bit more patient here than we would like, but the, the point is getting him uh, you know, 100% healthy. Has he been able to throw it all? Yes, okay. yeah, he has. He, he's been able to keep his arm in shape. It's just a question of you know when, when can we really ramp up uh, where the entire body, uh, the foot, the, the legs, the torso, everything is involved in, in throwing the baseball and getting to that step. I want to ask you about uh, Yadio Rivera. Picked him up uh, and signed him for, for the AAA club in, in Sugarland. He's got uh, parts of six seasons in the big leagues with the Brewers, the, the Marlins, and, and the Rangers. A guy who's played all over, mostly an infielder, but I know he's played uh, a little bit of uh, outfield in the past as well. Was that a situation where you, you felt like you needed some more depth? Yeah, with Pena going down for a little while, uh, we, we felt like a, a little bit more veteran infield depth uh, was uh, was a priority, and that's a, a credit to our, our pro scouting uh, group, Matt Hogan, Will Sharp, and those guys who uh, went out there and, and found some guys. And, and um, you know, we explored a lot of options there, some guys who were already with other teams but ultimately felt like uh, this was a guy that was out in the open market and, and we could bring in and just have another layer of depth. You know, we've been talking about pitching. We've talked about Framber Valdez and Jake Odorizzi, two guys who you hope to have back in the starting rotation here at some point in the in the in the future. When you think about the rotation, and obviously there's been so much talk about what it's going to look like ramping back up to 162 after playing 60 games. Some teams are going with a six-man rotation. Some teams have have gone with it for a couple of terms and then and then abandoned it. Is that something that you think the Astros might do at some point to try and keep the starters fresh? And because it looks like you could. I mean, we'll see. You could have quite a few options. It's something that we will discuss, but I do think that it, it comes with some some negatives if you're in a six-man rotation. That's obviously an extra roster spot. Mm-hmm. If you ever run into an off day, you're talking about guys being on a full week of rest, almost a, a college schedule at that point. Uh, and, and a lot of these guys have trained their entire career to pitch every five or six days, not every six or seven. And so these are conversations that, that we will have with Strami and the pitching coaches. But having the depth is is a good problem to have. This is uh, you know something where we wanted to put ourselves in a position to even have this conversation rather than be on the on the other side of it where we're constantly scrambling to find out how much pitching depth we really do have and you know just thinking about a couple of the astro starters lance mccullers jr he missed about a week and a half uh because he had the reaction to the to the vaccine and uh, he came back and and he's looked uh, really sharp since coming back christian javier struggled yesterday but he also was down at the alternate site for about a week and a half during a stretch in which the astros didn't have to have a five-man rotation uh his first few starts uh since you know coming back yesterday notwithstanding he's looked a little sharper do you think there can be some value maybe not a six-man rotation but occasionally i mean these weren't exactly planned in the case of mccullers it wasn't exactly planned but to to kind of freshen guys up a little bit yeah a little bit and the javier one was 
because just looking at the schedule, we had a, a series of three games and an off day, three games and an off day. I think there was almost four of them in a row. So, yeah, yeah. We, d- we didn't have a need for a fifth starter at that point. And we wanted to make sure that, that Javier stayed on turn. And so he actually went down and did basically a start uh, at the alternate site in between that to, to kind of keep his rhythm going. Because, you know, getting back to Garcia, same idea. We, we don't want to, if we, if we can avoid it, have guys go rotation bullpen, rotation bullpen, because it, it can it can lead to some uh, inconsistencies from time to time. Um, but we may find opportunities throughout the season if we have enough depth in the rotation to have guys take a breather as as we continue to expand from 60 games to 162. All right, James Click, Astros general manager. Thanks so much for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Happy Mother's Day. We'll be back with more of Astro Launch right after this. The Astros Foundation is the official nonprofit team charity of the Houston Astros. We seek to harness the passion of our fans throughout our great city and beyond to support youth sports and education programs, the recognition and honor of our nation's military, childhood cancer, and domestic violence awareness, and efforts to reduce homelessness. Our initiatives include the Community Leaders Program, Astros MLB Youth Academy, and reviving baseball in inner cities through our Astros RBI program. Visit astros.com foundation to learn more. The Astros Foundation, a true MVP of the Houston Astros. George Springer will start things off for the Astros in the first pitch. It's Springer drills this one deep down the left field line. If it stays fair, it's gone. And that is a fair ball. Home run for George Springer. His first leadoff home run in the postseason. And the Astros jump out to a 1-0 lead. 19 postseason home runs now for Springer. And the Astros on the board. First pitch of the ball game. George, how are you doing? Mark Berman from Fox. Good, man. How are you? Good to see you. What is it like to be back at Minute Maid Park in this situation and, and seeing your old friends with the Astros? Um, I mean, it's it's definitely weird. You know, I've, I've never been to the uh, away side. Didn't know where to go when I got here today. Um, but it's it's uh, it's a pretty cool, I guess. You know, I, I wish I was able to play and, and, you know, help the team. But it is what, what it is. What was it like getting a chance to see Michael and some of the other guys out there on the field? Uh, it's awesome. You know, obviously I'm, I'm extremely close with, with a lot of guys over there and, and we're really, um, you know, I, I grew up with all of them and, you know, a, a chance to see Mike obviously is, is, uh, is awesome for me. You know, he's one of my great friends. Go ahead, Danielle. Aside from everything that you accomplished in Houston uh, on the field, is there anything from your time here that, you know, really now that you've been away for a little while when you reflect sticks out to you? Um, you know, just the friendships that I developed, um, you know, the from Eddie at the front gate to the clubhouse attendance, um, you know, there's there's a lot of people here um, who were who who were great to me and my family and and. You know, I'll, 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 I'll always be thankful for that. Go ahead, Brian. Hey, George, you were uh, rehabbing from some of your injuries the last couple of weeks. Did, did you give thought about trying to get back in, in time to play this series? Was it, was it extra important to you to uh, try to be healthy to play here when you come to Minute Maid Park? Um, you know, I, I think it was important to be healthy to play in general. You know, I, I want to play for this team. Um, you know, that's why I'm here, obviously. And, and to be hurt, um, again, is not fun for me. I, I, I don't like it. Um, you know, I, I want to be out there with, with the guys every single day. Um, so, yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, it 
it would be nice to to play here. Uh, but you know, for for me, it was it was important to get back as fast as I could. Go ahead, Rob. Hey, hey George, um, how how frustrating has has this been for you, and and, and how does it compare with um, maybe some of the other recoveries you've had from injury in your career? Um, to 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 say extremely frustrating would be an understatement. You know, um, especially being new, being new to the organization, uh, being new to the team. You know, I was I was excited to come and play and you know attempt to help any way that I could, and then obviously. I'm no good on the bench and it's extremely frustrating for me to, to not be able to play. You know, I, I, that's, that's, that's all I want to do is play and, and to not be able to, um, to say is extremely frustrating um, is an understatement. After the latest uh, MRI, uh, how, um, what's sort of the plan of attack to, uh, to get things right again? And, and how long do you anticipate being out? Um, I mean, I, I can't, give you a timeline you know I just I know that I just have to get it right um, because I don't want to get hurt again you know I have to make sure that I'm 150 percent I guess if that's the right answer um, you know to make sure that I don't have a setback um, whenever that is you know I, I you know hopefully it'll be sooner rather than later but you know I, I have to be smart as well and and you know make sure that I'm ready to go good thanks George yep Go ahead, Matt. Hey, George, just a two-parter. Uh, how strange is it to be in the Blue Jays clubhouse, not to be in the home clubhouse <laughs> at Minute Maid? And then what what kind of reception do you, uh, do you expect from the fans? I, they've been so loving towards you on social media and such. Uh, just kind of your reaction to, to all the fans here, the love towards you. Um, you know, it'll, it'll be, you know, it, it'll be uh... – emotional for sure you know obviously this is the place where you know I, I i got an opportunity to play and got an opportunity um you know to grow as 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 a big leaguer a person and and you know the the fans will always have a very very special place in my heart here again you know that they were 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 great to me were, were great to my family um and 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 i'll always be thankful for the fans here for sure thanks george yeah Go ahead, Barry. Two-part question, George. Number one, um, what's it like being in the clubhouse with a kid who watched you for years taking batting practice and Kevin Biggio? Uh, it's fun. You know, he, he's a good kid, man. He works hard. Um, you know, I've, I've obviously kind of known him by default here for, for a little bit and, and, you know, I, I, I really like the way he goes about his business, the way he goes about his day. Um, it's not like he was taught by his dad or something, you know, how to be a pro. And it's uh, it's been fun so far. At number two, how much upside does uh, uh, Guerrero have? Oh, man, he's he is a special talent. You know, I, I think one of the big, biggest things with him is how mature he is um for how young he is you know a, a lot of people forget how 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 young he actually is and and to see the way he approaches his at bats to see the way he approaches his day right now um i mean he's he's hitting the ball probably harder than i've seen anybody hit the ball consistently in a long time and and you know he he again he works his butt off you know he knows what he needs to do and it's uh 
I think he's going to be a special talent someday for sure. Get healthy and good luck. Thank you. Go ahead, Hazel. Hi, George. How different are you going to tackle the quad this time around? Charlie seemed to suggest that maybe you'll rest it a lot more as opposed to the first time. Oh, uh, I don't know. You know, I'm I'm extremely frustrated. You know, I, I want to play. Um, so I have to do what I need to do to get this thing right. You know, whether that's rest or not, I, I don't know. You know, I'm I'm I know I'm going to I'm going to do everything I can to get back, um, you know, to get back healthy and you know to stay back um you know i i, I don't want, want to have this happen again this has been you know this has been hard for me um you know i i, I just won't want to play i just won't want to be out there with, with the guys and again this is i mean this has just been tough um especially mentally and will you um stay with the team throughout this current road trip or do you plan on heading back to florida on your own at any point uh, I mean, I, I haven't been told that I'm going back to Florida or whatever the case. I think, um, you know, whatever I can do here, um, you know, would be great. I, again, I just want to stay around the guys. I want to be here. Um, you know, I, I want to help any way that I can, even though I can't physically play the game. You know, I just, I just want to be, be around the guys. All right. Thanks, George. Yep. Go ahead, Adam. George, do you find yourself almost trying to recreate the vibe that the clubhouse had in Houston with the Blue Jays? Um, no, you know, this is, again, uh, you know, this is a completely separate team, you know, completely different uh, personalities. Um, I think the clubhouse vibe that was already here, I think, is a great one. You know, it's 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 been it's been established by guys that have played together for, I mean, essentially their whole careers. So they understand each other, um, you know, and. Like I've I've said before, it's my job to 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 kind of understand that atmosphere and and to kind of insert myself and and you know to to be one of the guys. Go ahead, Manolo. George, um, wanted to get a little bit more information. Sorry, I got in a little bit late, but want to get a little bit of information. How has been? How supportive has been Charlie Montoyo with you throughout this whole injury? you know, getting you a little bit of um, positive attitude, you know, this injury and you wanting to play. So how, how has been his support for you? Uh, he's been great. You know, I, I, I talk with him um, on a daily basis and, you know, he, he's, he's been extremely supportive of me. You know, he knows how frustrating this is for me as a player, um, you know, one being new, um, To, to the team and and not being able to contribute and not being able to be out there every single day you know he he's he's always had my back you know he, he understands um you know how hard i work to to get back and you know i i i know he understands how hard i'm gonna work again to get back and you know hopefully stay back on the field thank you go ahead rosie hi george um after the experience of the last week i'm just wondering If you still have faith in your body, the messages it's giving you, or should it be weighed more to the sophisticated data that's available to you at this point? Oh, no, I, I trust my body. I know my body. Um, you know, injuries happen. It's it's kind of a part of the game. It's kind of a part of life. Um, you just have to get through them. And, you know, you, you have to you have to keep going and, 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 and 
keep plugging. Okay, thanks. Hey, George, thanks for the time. Uh, just as you're looking back at the, the process of returning to play this time around, are, are there a few things that you look at and you say you want to tweak or maybe adjustments as you kind of think, uh, like maybe I should have taken this feeling a little bit more seriously or uh, something along those lines that you can apply to this recovery? Um, I think, you know, obviously the experience that I have now is not the one that, that I want, but you know, I, I think that those are all conversations that I, I, I'll sit down with the medical staff and, and, you know, whatever boxes that they think that I, I need to check off before I can get back out there, um, you know, to make sure a hundred percent that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm clear and free to go. Um, I'm sure what we'll do, uh, but again, in due time, I mean, it's, it's just kind of one of those things. I'm just gonna have to take it by each day and, you know, hopefully start to, uh, you know, get back out there as fast as I can. Jai, you're muted. Sorry, can you hear me now? Yes, sir. Yeah, thanks. So uh, one thing that uh, Ross was saying yesterday, George, was that, you know, that the, with something the Blue Jays are going to consider a bit more is that, you know, that you have a higher, I guess, pain tolerance than average and that's something that they want to consider this time around you know uh you know for yourself I mean did you do you feel like you pushed yourself a little bit too aggressively as you're kind of looking back at, at through what happened um no you know I just know that I wanted to play and I wanted to be out there with the team I I, I wanted to contribute any way that I can um you know I tried to be smart I tried to do, do anything in my power to control it but at the end of the day you 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 can't control things that you can't control. And I, I, am not trying to hurt myself. Um, you know, I, 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 I felt good. I thought I was ready to go, um, you know, to, to help this team. And obviously that, that, that didn't work out the way that I, you know, I wanted it to. Um, so now it's, it, it's about, you know, getting back after it and, and getting back out there, but most importantly, staying back out there. All right. Appreciate the thoughts. Yes, sir. Go ahead, Mike. Thanks. Thanks for doing this, George. Um, understanding your frustration and understanding how badly you wanted to get back in there and how much you missed being in there. Um, when we all saw you sort of grab at that top of your leg on that ground out, I think it was Friday night. Did you have any thoughts at that point to say, maybe I should come out of this game? And then after hitting two home runs afterwards, when you stayed in, did your thinking change to, well, I can't, can't have been that bad. Uh, no, that there was a, no thought to me that I was going to come out of the game. Um, you know, I, 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 I was determined to stay in that game. Um, I'm glad I did. Um, you know, I, I, I believe I can play through whatever, um, you know, obviously I couldn't, um, and you know, here I am. Okay. So, so what happened Sunday that was different than than Friday? They told us you your legs were feeling a little heavy, a little tired. But for you to to say, you know what, I got to come out of this one. What was the different feeling? Something didn't feel right. I knew I just didn't feel right. Um, you know, and and I didn't want to to do anything further um, to what may have been there, what may not have been there. Uh, I know my body. Uh, Something just didn't feel right. Yeah, I was a little tired, um, but it's a night game into a day game. You know, who's not tired on the field? Um, but.
but you know, I, I know my body and, and, you know, I, I knew something wasn't a hundred percent right. So I said something. How tough is that for you to do that? Um, it's extremely tough because I knew I had just came back. Um, you know, obviously I want to play, I want to be in there. Um, but you know, a thing that I've been told by Charlie over and over again is don't do anything stupid. Don't do anything stupid. So I, I, I literally just didn't want to do something that would kind of set me back even further. Um, so I said something. Astrocast is poured for you by Carbach Brewing. Get highlights, interviews, the latest news surrounding MLB, and your Astros. Brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Looking up. See you later. Into the Landry's Crawford boxes. Subscribe to Astrocast. Expecting a great season with this Astros team. The official podcast on the Houston Astros. It's going to be a lot of fun the whole way.